northern way Great northern way Every day I listen to the great northern way We thank you for tuning in to part two of Viral Vancouver Island Maria Aliana. We thank you for tuning in to part one. We will recap, but first, for any correspondence, you can always find us on Instagram at The Great Northern Way, P O D, on Facebook, Kevo, K E V O, Cabell, or Linktree.com, The Great Northern Way. We also like to remind you to subscribe. Your support is appreciated. You can do so by going to Spotify. It is $2.99 per month. You can click under the green Great Northern Way logo and it will send a link to your email. We appreciate your support. In part one, Maria spoke about her time in the prairies and then her transition moving to Vancouver Island. She also spoke and left off with her time working in bottle service before her TikToks took off. Thank you. Enjoy. Because I worked with bottle service, um, I was the youngest girl there. Everybody else was like freaking literally pushing 30 or over 30. And I was like, how are you guys doing this at 30? Mm-hmm. Like, no offense to them, no offense to y'all. But the thing about bottle service in Canada, you're looking at maybe, especially at the club that I worked at, maybe a couple hundred dollars on a good night. Bottle service in the US, thousands. Yeah. Especially like Vegas, Scottsdale, yeah. like Cardi cities, thousands. So it's like, why are you guys. Yeah. Why are you guys like you 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 have so much going for you you and they have like some of them have education. It's yeah. like if you wanted to pursue bottle service as a career, then you should go where the money's at, not just your fucking local basement nightclub, like yeah. hundred dollars a night working till five a.m. Ooh, I told y'all she was bringing that cat Williams. And me. that's not even and me being. That's not even me being mean. That's me not starting drama. No, but that's but. But it's so it's, it's you being honest, and I think it comes from the business mindset you have. But you gotta understand, like two minutes before this, you were just talking about how you know you had to do with butter sandwiches. And now, get old memories with Kevo and Maria. Like only real people know about butter sandwiches, right? Or sugar rice. Cheese whiz. Wait, sugar rice. <laughs> now, if anybody know about sugar rice, yeah, you keeping it real. Um, uh, but I love sugar rice. Um, well, not now. But yeah, then. But you know, keeping it real. And then you you just brought it full circle, talking about the dynamics and the finances about people who work in a particular genre. But it's not even about what you make per se. It's about like Jessica was saying, and I love how you brought that last point home. It's not what you make per se, right? Because because you can figure it out. There's people who work two or three jobs and they don't make a lot of money, but they figure it out yeah. because it's not what you make. This is a basic finance concept. It's what you spend. Yeah. And the point that you drove home right after all of that, because it could have got lost. Yeah. Was that you go and you blow it right blow after. It. And it's like the thing that you learn is, you know, as you learn when you get your MBA and as people who work in finance know that it's not, you know, what is your ROI? What are you, what are you going to get after, uh, you know, your invested time? You know, you only made $200. Great. But can you, you can invest that on the Toronto Stock Exchange in Canada or the NYSE in the States, right? S&P 500, go in the index fund. 
You could do all of that. So it's really not what you make. I want people to understand that. It's really about what you spend. The point that you just made, you drove home. And I, and I, and I think that's the overall take home because I think there's certain people who are killing it and then they blowing it. Yeah. And there's certain people who are just inching, inching, inching. And they are, it's like the tortoise and the, the what was it, the tortoise and the hare? The, the race? Oh, tortoise and the hare, yeah. Killing it. And you just slowly but surely. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, anybody in that business. It's all about what you take home, not about what you blow. All right. <clears throat> but did it feel like anything um, would be better than living in Alberta when you moved to Victoria? Did it feel like anything would be better? Honestly, I was I was a kid, so like you don't really process that as a child. Okay. Um, I just like being with my family and being with my friends. Okay. Yeah. But you. But, but that's being said, you had to make a whole new group of friends. Well, the, yeah. Actually, what I was saying was like when I remember my first day of school in elementary school. Um, when we went to the Bougie Elementary School, and I got there. I'm and, a count. I'm a, I'm a count Bougie references. This yeah. is at least four. But go ahead. But like. I just got there and it was such a culture shock because there was like, I was in grade four and there were pe like girls that were already wearing mascara and makeup and um, they had cell phones and they were like talking about boys they liked. Some girls had like boyfriends in grade four and grade five. They were like little mini like teenagers and it was such, people were so judgmental for a fucking eight year old. And I'm like, you guys are literally eight. You're literally eight. Like, why are you judging me? And I I wore this, like, traditional Chilean sweater that I got in Chile. Because we had moved, like, literally less than six months after we got back from Chile. So it was, like, this hand-knit Chilean, like, kind of like poncho. Like, do you know poncho? Yeah, 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 yeah it was ethnic. like that. Yeah. But not a poncho, because that's so extra. Like, hey, guys, <laughs> I'm ethnic. <laughs> but it was poncho material and a zip-up. Okay. And oh my god, the the first girl that I made friends with, she was like, "Why are you wearing that? That's so ugly and embarrassing." And her mom took me shopping so I could get like a Hollister hoodie or something to to fit in. You with your parents' permission? That was cool with your parents. Well, like my parents friends? hated. My parents hated the parents of all the friends that I made there. So that must have not endeared them even more that some woman who's a friend of or your friend is yeah care of your friends taking you shopping to, to get better less, clothes to buy like Hollister like that. to get better clothes wow. <laughs> because because they were just like ew <laughs> um like who is this who'd you go to school with Regina uh... yeah literally it was, imagine a sea of Regina Regina George it's Man. like just nothing but horrible and like under 10 years old but you seem it's funny the way you talk about this and it's funny the way you like remember this you seem to be like not bothered by it at all. You seem to be like, okay. Like you like it didn't seem like it's something that would like cause you any social anxiety. It's like, oh, you wanna go buy me a sweater? Sure. Or what jacket? Um, well, as a kid you don't notice stuff like that. I don't know. Like to be honest, it's hard to put myself in the same mindset, like freaking of when I was eight or nine years yeah, old. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, I, you're like, whatever. Yeah, yeah like right like now in present day, I'm kind of like, whatever. And that's how I how I deal with a lot of stuff. Like anything that I went through that wasn't particularly good, um, I'm always just, I come at it with this like, whatever, joke, laugh, attitude. You kind yeah. of need to approach the bad things. And, and that's what surprises me about you, is that you have this already at your age. And so, you know, I think that's really uh, recommendable. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I think that that's what people who, like, you know, influencers that expose themselves to judgment, um, they really need to be able to just 
like laugh off the hate comments and laugh off everything and just push back put or not push back push past it do not push back it's so embarrassing when i see influencers push back at the comments and then like they get in like fights in their comments and i'm like sis like that does not look good it makes you look like a rage freak it makes yeah. you look like you can't just take a little critique a little thing because i've gotten hate before you know who cares like mm -hmm. you just laugh it off move on with your life like it doesn't matter a comment is a comment engagement is engagement and like at the end of the day you're gonna get more followers because that one comment might boost your video to a thousand new people and so maybe smart. half of those people will like your video so smart and like you gotta understand you, you're to the person who's for instance they feel like they're getting beat up the influencer they've turned on their camera they recorded the video like they did some things that were active in the situation like yeah somebody responded and they responded meanly but you decided to yeah. do that you yeah. decided to review that product you were you decided to put this or that on and it's like you know when you go back at them it, it you're right it does look like you look pretty rage because it's like well, wait a minute we wouldn't even be raging or talking about anything had you not made that active yeah. decision yeah. to review this product or to be on camera or to present yeah. yourself in this way yeah so again you are just you're yeah. really really wise and a, a really good example of that is one of my most viral videos so right before i sat down to do a product review um, it was like the best and worst products, party girl edition, one of them. I do a series of that. Mm -hmm. I did my makeup and I put on a bunch of highlight and right before, because I filmed like 25 videos, I stacked them. Mm -hmm. The video that I filmed right before, um, the best and worst products, party girl edition was a get ready with me. And when I film get ready with me's, I do like a step of my makeup and I say like a pre-planned sentence. Okay. You know, so as was, a matter of fact, while we're talking about this and you drawing visuals, why don't we actually give our audience the visual? We're gonna check out a couple of Maria Maria's most viral uh, videos on TikTok. We're gonna check those out, and uh, we're gonna be uh, right back, you guys. Check out uh, at Maria for uh, Mar Maria and Marie for Eliana. It's supposed know. to be Maria Eliana. It's Marie for Eliana. Yeah, we're gonna check these videos, and we'll be right back. Check these videos. Yeah. Out. What happened at the girls' camp, Peppermint Patty? I finally saw the little red-haired. So you obviously saw the highlight mistake. So um, I just, so back to the point that I was making, right? The video that I filmed right before that was a get ready with me. And when I do steps for my get ready with me, I always pre-write the script. Like I'll do one line for this makeup step, one line for this makeup step, and then make a coherent story um, align with my makeup steps. Um, that's just how I like to do it, I'm organized. The very last line of my story time, Get Ready With Me, I kept saying it wrong. I had to redo my highlight every time I said the line wrong because I have to get that step in the shot, but I have to say the line correctly to okay. make like a coherent Get Ready With Me. Okay. I ended up putting on about 15 layers of highlight that for one was expired. 
Um, and for two was not my shade. And for three, I had previously actually cracked this highlight and melted down some coconut oil and put it back into its little highlight container. So it was like this packed gold powder. Okay. And I put it all over my face and I was wearing so much of it. I realized when I turned to the side, it like reflected the dark and it was like the most ugly highlight ever. So I, I, I literally looked at the mirror and I was like, this looks horrible, but probably nobody will notice. 2.7 million views. 2.7 million views. The top comments. What is she wearing on her face? What is that highlight? Please share the highlight because it has extremely bad cast and I want to know which one you bought so that I never buy it. Wow, so the, the opposite effect effect of what it could have intended, not for instance, like, oh, that looks good. That foundation is it blends with your skin. Oh, I, hell no. It was like people were like, please let me know what that is so I never make that yeah. same mistake. Yeah, oh. and, and you took that in stride. Like, you didn't take that, like, oh, they're making fun or da 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 da. You well, like, I fully knew it was my own fault. I looked in the mirror and I saw that it looked horrible, but I was like, whatever. Like, no one's going to watch this. No one's going to. Notice, everyone noticed. Everybody two, noticed. Yeah. 2.4 million views later. 2.7. Two, oh. And it's still growing. And it's still growing. But, and it's, but, um, unthinkable. <laughs> hey, no, I mean, like, you just, like, you, you, you kill it. And it sounds like you, you um, like, you, you, you say descriptive lines, the lines that you know you need to read, the stuff, the methodical way that you go into these videos. Like, a lot of people watch some of this stuff on TikTok. And they don't realize the hours, but the, I think you told me right before Christmas break, you said you had to do, I think, 30 videos or something like that, yeah. or 29. And I'm just yeah. like sitting up here like, like, yeah, I, I work with, you know, video and I work with media and stuff like that. But like, to for, if somebody told me I had to do 30, like right before Christmas, and you're a student, yeah. and, and you work, right? I mean, and you have a social life, right? Yeah. But you got to do these 30 videos, which means, the, and these are all solo videos. You're yeah. not doing these with other people. No. Like, the majority of the things that I do involve other people. Yeah. So, like, oh, that is, I was just, that's too much of me, to, if I'm being honest. That's too much of me. I hate doing things with other people. Lock me in a closet and give me a phone. Because I hate doing things with people. And here's why. People, you sure it's this no, only the people in Edmonton no, with the social anxiety? No, here's, you sure? here's why. Okay. No, here's exactly oh, why. Okay. People, no matter how much you love them and how much you mesh with them and your personalities are great, as soon as they get in front of a camera, nine times out of ten, they clam up. And because if you're not used to being on camera, you will not catch that chemistry that you do yes. just with natural conversation. Yeah. You mean, like I love collabing with people who are in front of a camera all the time and they know how to talk in front of a camera and they're just themselves and they're also media trained too. If we're doing like an interview or something, you don't need to freaking be like media trained, but you know, like you mean like a podcast. Like, yeah, you mean like, like a podcast. Maybe a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that's so coincidental. Yeah, but fucking, it's the most annoying thing in the world when I make these videos and I have like specific videos I want to film. And then, like, for example, my boyfriend and I will sometimes do like these cute little trending videos or whatever. Um, and like, I just need to be like, no, stop, you're doing this wrong. No, you're doing it wrong. You, you can't do that. You need to stop doing that. Like, and then he gets, he's like, what are you, what are you trying to control me? And then it just. It's something that is something that you might be used to, but not everyone is. And so like, you got to understand and then it does, it, it, it may seem like you're made, you're being a particular way, but what you are doing is something that comes natural to you and a niche that you've 
man, when you talked about search engine optimization, yeah. and you talked about how you reviewed the guy on YouTube, the guy who says not a gatekeeper with information, yeah. and I'm just like, wow, I thought I knew something, yeah. but like, I can understand how somebody could feel like, man, like, phew, I don't know, like, and you, and you, I had to stop you, because I feel like you're going on, and I'd have been like, yeah, he was like, shut up. No, right? When shut up, it just not been like, okay, I think I think you just exploded my brain, and so I don't think I could really process. That's why I was like, we, we, we need to start. Let's start. Let's yeah. start. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but for reference, like what, what he was referencing is um, before I started TikTok, this is actually my third time doing TikTok. I quit mm. the first two times. I was like, why am I not famous yet after two videos? And then I quit abruptly. Um, and I regret that, but at the same time, I don't regret that because now I have a way clearer understanding of how TikTok works. So how I found a lot of my information, um, because, you know, I don't just turn on my phone and post something and then I'm good. Like I, I like doing research okay. a lot of it on marketing and what works, the trends, like when I like get on social media, I come at it from a business perspective and a marketing perspective. I'm not just like some like thirst trap lip, lip syncing girl. That's just like. Like, I'm going to make it big, but January. yeah, <laughs> that was a fluke. That was a fluke. I, that was a fluke. You're right. You're right. No, just go ahead. That was a fluke. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, so anyways, the one creator that I can totally vouch for who gives really, really good information for anybody who is interesting it, or interested in doing TikTok. Instagram or shorts um, or YouTube is Mike Yanda. Um, Mike and then Y-A-N-D-A, Mike Yanda. I'll put it up for yeah. you guys so you guys can find yeah. it. He gives amazing advice. He doesn't gatekeep anything. So I watched all of his videos and I took all these notes and I implemented all the strategies and I stayed consistent because that's the most important thing you have to do. If you're doing social media, you have to stay consistent um, because the algorithm doesn't know who you are. The algorithm doesn't trust you. Why would they trust you? Like you, you're a random citizen that's posting a random video. And um, why would they push that to 100,000 people if they don't know you? Mm -hmm. So you have to show the algorithm who you are and what you do for at least four weeks, twice a day, every day, or once a day, every day, but I prefer twice a day. Um, after that four weeks, my stuff started booming. Like overnight, my older videos, boom, hundreds of thousands of views. Now I check my phone and I scroll down. I'm like, okay, what's popping off? Usually there's one video that's old that just randomly got like 20,000, 30,000, 100,000 views. Wow. Yeah, because it's delayed explosions. Yeah. So a lot of people, they'll post for a week and they'll be like, oh, this isn't working. I'm shadow banned. <laughs> oh, wait, for three days? Yeah, three <laughs> days. And then they'll just get frustrated and quit. They just but get you don't know anybody like that though, right? Me. Nah. Actually. Oh, oh, Not really? anymore. Oh. Not anymore. Yeah, no. That was Elena. This is Maria. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> So you said, and, and talk me more about some of the things that you do, and you said you just uh, began posting videos, or your, your restart, your rebranding, was on November 10th, right? Yeah, yeah. And you said that by Christmas, you'd already gone viral the three times, right? And some of the videos that we watched. And then you said, right, I'm quoting you, that the brands that hit you up uh, for, for, you know, <clears throat> for promotional influencer and whatnot yeah. were DHgate, Bomba, Pasco Watches, Burst, Stylevana, and and so many more. Yeah, like what a was, lot. What was that like to get, I mean, like after wanting it, after three days not getting it, and then going back, and then five weeks, and then right before Christmas, like what was that like? Like what was that feeling like, you know? 
Um, well, <clears throat> so I was already kind of, my two videos that I had, the best and worst party girl edition or whatever, those were already at millions. Um, and, but like, I didn't really see it much of, that much of a success. Like, it had a few million views, but I didn't, I kind of just felt like whatever, who was a fluke. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, I don't know, I just didn't really have like too much confidence still. But then I put my business email in my bio because I- Which is very important. Yeah, I put my business email in my bio and like the day or two after I did that, I got my first email from a brand who wanted to send me colored contact lenses for free. We thank you for listening to part two of Viral Vancouver Island at Maria Eliana. We thank you for listening to part two and remind you to tune in to part three, the conclusion of Viral Vancouver Island at Maria Eliana. We also remind you, you can always subscribe by going to Spotify and clicking under the Great Northern Way logo. The cost is $2.99 per month. It is greatly appreciated. We thank you for listening and be kind.